0: This
1: is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast 2021 Tournament. We've assembled eight members of the BTP Patreon team to battle it out and find out who will win the prestigious Platinum Splinter, proving once and for all that you are not an ordinary benchwarmer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am your host, Eric, and today's game will be round one of the 2021 btp tournament um this match features guests david theuter and byron grubman uh welcome to the bench david why don't you uh, take a minute since you haven't been here before uh let us know where you're from teams you root for and uh, anything fun you want to share
2: yeah uh hi eric i am uh new to the benchwarmers podcast but uh enjoyed listening to you guys um i'm from pittsburgh i'm a family law attorney root for the uh sort of a college fan in a pro sports town. I root for the university of Pittsburgh. That's uh, all there. I'm an alum and uh, I I do enjoy rooting for them. Um, But uh, yeah, looking forward to being on the game today.
1: So from Pittsburgh, but I didn't get to write any penguins questions.
2: That's probably good for me.
1: No, that's uh, Uh, hurts a little bit. I've been to Pittsburgh very many times to see some penguins games. So yeah. Byron, welcome back. Uh, why don't you take a minute? Let us uh, remind us actually of uh, where you're from and anything else you want to share with us.
3: So yeah, it's good to be back. Um, grew up in Los Angeles, went to college in San Diego, and now live in Austin, Te- Texas. Excuse me. Root for the San Francisco Giants. Just got back from Dallas, watching them split a series with the uh, with the Rangers, which was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, just excited to try this, you know, tournament format and compete and just have fun.
1: Also with us today, we have bench warmer helper mason Giats mason last time i was on a recording with you we lost again i know it's a,
0: re- it's a recurring thing i don't know why something about us we do well and yet we still lose but um doing well hopefully i can actually be a help for this but we'll see how it goes
1: okay so this tournament's gonna be very different if you haven't heard uh i think we had one match so far so let's kick it over to dan for the rules of the tournament
2: Each BTP tournament game will feature 15 questions, five in the wheelhouse of each player, and five general knowledge sports trivia questions. Each question will be worth 10 points with two exceptions. If a player gets a question correct in the other player's wheelhouse, they will receive 15 points. And in the last set of five questions, a bench warmer will be available as a one-time helper for each player. If the player uses that helper and they get the question correct, the player will receive only five points. In the case of a tie, at the end of the game, the players will
1: answer a sports math question to decide the match. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, it's time for the David set of wheelhouse questions. And we'll start with question one. In 2004, the Arizona Cardinals selected Larry Fitzgerald with the third pick in the NFL draft. He was the first pit panther taken in the first round since 1995 when what player was taken 14th overall? So Maybe. I'll, I'll check in, I'll check in. David has checked in. Byron.
3: I'll check in with, I think the most recent um, pit panther that I, that I can remember besides Larry Fitzgerald say Tony Dorsett, even though it's not even close.
1: Okay. And David, what was your answer?
3: Um. So I, I probably shouldn't.
2: Uh, expand too much because they might come up in other questions, but uh, there's there was a gap there for a while where Pitt didn't have any first-round picks, but I think the most recent one, I don't think he's in the NFL Hall of Fame yet, but maybe he will be at some point, uh, Ruben Brown, offensive lineman.
1: Okay. So one team getting their points, the correct answer, Ruben Brown, drafted by the Bills, 14th overall in 1995. Ended up going to Chicago, I think, for maybe more time than the Bills? I'm not sure.
2: I don't think so. He played a while with the Bills.
1: Yeah, all right. On to question two. Sophomore Justin Champagne has decided to leave Pitt early and enter to the 2021 NBA draft. The Panthers have only had one player ever selected in the top 10. What player was drafted third overall in 1988 by the 76ers but was immediately traded to the Clippers? I'll check in. <laughs> David has checked in. Byron, how's your uh, 88 <laughs> Pitt Panther knowledge?
3: I think when I hosted or I when I was recovering from back surgery, I was researching questions for if I ever hosted again. And I did a Pit Panthers. No, it was the last time I hosted because it was Southern Hemisphere athletes. And so I looked up Steven Adams. Didn't go much farther back than him though. shit. Um, 83, the Clippers. I don't know why the name Haywood is sticking out, but I'll go with that.
1: All right. Checking in with Haywood and David, what did you come up with?
2: This guy was an awesome, awesome player at Pitt in the mid 80s, probably like the first basketball games I can remember going to. He was there. Unfortunately, in the pros, I think he's best remembered for an unfortunate game against the Bulls in the playoffs. uh, Charles Smith.
1: All right. So the correct answer is Mr. Fluid himself, Charles Smith. Um, He played 10 years in the NBA um, and I think he had like a good rookie year and that was probably about it. Um, So one we're actually David getting his points on that one.
0: I'm not doing much better than Byron. So I I feel you on that two names. I had not heard of generic name, last names, but yeah, the,
3: the uh, single college specific is just as far from my wheelhouse as you can get.
1: Well, let's see how we do with question three, starting in 1996, Jason Kendall was the Pirates' starting catcher on opening day for nine consecutive years. Who is the next catcher to start on opening day for at least two consecutive years for the Pirates?
3: I'll check in. All right.
1: David's checked in again. Byron, I'm going to put this in the chat for you, but uh, feel free to let me know what you're thinking.
3: I have a bad feeling, but the only thing that's sticking every time I think about it is Russell Martin. That's what I'm going to go with.
1: Okay. Going with Russell Martin and David, what'd you come up with?
2: I don't. I should probably
3: shouldn't even put pirates in my wheelhouse because I,
2: there, I'm not as good as, as uh, the Pit Panthers. But I actually am going to say Russell Martin as well. That's the one I came up with as well.
1: Okay, so Kendall was 1996 to 2004. In 2005, Benito Santiago played on opening day. In 2006, it was Humberto Cota. 2007, you had Ronnie Paulino, and in 2008, you had Ryan Dumit, who then. In 2009 also started, 2010 and 2011. Yeah. So the correct answer, mm-hmm. Ryan DeMitt.
2: Ryan donmit yep. Ryan, Brian, don't hit.
1: <laughs> so ne- neither of you guys getting your points on that one, bringing us to question four. In 2004, what Pirates infielder was tied with Juan Pierre and Jimmy Rollins with 12 triples leading the National League?
2: I can lock that one in.
1: All right. David's Check checking in. in again. Yep. <laughs> David. David's checked in again. Byron. I've at it
3: 2004. I kept thinking he was a red sock, but I'm going to go with Pokey Reese. It's the only name that keeps coming back to me.
1: Pokey Reese. All right. And David.
2: Pokey Reese is a good guess. Those were um, lean years for the pirates as they often are. I, but I think the one guy who was at shortstop for a while there in the mid two thousands was Jack Wilson. And I, he had a couple years where he hit a lot of triples. So I'm going to say Jack Wilson.
1: Once again, one person getting their points here. The correct answer, Jack Wilson. I have no flavor text because he was a pirate. I have no flavor text because I've never heard of him. He's known <laughs> for that uh, that song they played in uh, Ghostbusters 2 when they're walking down the street as the Statue of Liberty.
3: Jackie Wilson? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's him. <laughs> All right, question five and the final question in David's wheelhouse. Back to the Pitt Panthers. The Pitt Panthers have had eight players inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. Two of the eight were inducted in 2010 and another two in 2012. I need one from each year. I'll check in. All right, David's checked in again. Byron, what you got?
3: It's a hell of a wheelhouse, man. (laughs)
1: <laughs> listen i went through yours yours was not much
3: better Let i don't think you're hoping <laughs> i think it'll uh, out. yeah i don't know really any other you know that come to mind pit panther nfl players at least not great aside from Dorset and yeah screw it i'm gonna punt this one save my brain energy for my round in the general knowledge round
1: all right byron p- punting david answer please
2: so, so i, I My first thought was Dan Marino, but I think he would have been inducted before either of these classes. So the most recent class, I'm going to say, I think he's pretty recent, is Mark May. And then in 2010, I'll say Russ Grimm. We'll
1: go go with those two. Going with Mark May and Russ Grimm. And Byron didn't give us an answer. So unfortunately, David has got half of it, correct? In 2010, it was Ricky Jackson and Russ Grimm. And in 2012, you had Chris Dolman. And uh, one of the best running backs that I can remember, other than Twenty Dorset coming out of pit, is uh, Curtis Martin. Damn.
2: May must have been, I think May might have been more recent. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of.
1: Could be.
0: Yeah, the only one I had placed in there for sure was Ricky Jackson. It was right after the Saints won the Super Bowl. They put him in.
1: So, score update after the first set of questions here. We have David with 30 and byron holding on with zero all right it's now time for byron's wheelhouse
3: i feel only slightly more (laughs) (laughs) confident. not so much wheelhouses as areas that i don't totally suck in
1: all right well let's see uh the united states has the most gold boxing medals at the olympics who was the last male boxer from the united states to win the gold medal at the olympics this is including all weight classes current and discontinued i'll check in all right byron's checked in david olympic boxing
3: <laughs> also thanks for going amateur boxing
1: is that no no not, <laughs> you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't specify
3: i didn't you're right when a gold medal okay um
1: so you good byron still checked in yeah yeah, yeah.
3: I'm, right. uh well give me a second i think any, right. i thought it was any medal. um yeah i'll check it i'll check in.
1: all right so Byron's checked in for a second time. David, have at it. Okay, um, I'm hoping it's been a a while
2: because if it's anything recent, uh, it's, I'm not going to get this right. I'm trying to think. There was a boxer. This is the part of the game where I just want my guesses to not sound super dumb. So <laughs> there was a there was a boxer like in the mid 2000s. I think his name was Andre Ward, and I think he won a gold medal. But maybe that's maybe that was our last gold medal. So that's my guess. Andre Ward.
1: All right. And Byron, what did you come up
3: with? I think a little bit more recently than Ward. I think, it. well, my guess was Shakur Stevenson right before he went pro. That's what I checked in with.
1: Well, one person getting their points here. The correct answer in 2004 in Athens, Andre Ward.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Good job.
1: Um, actually Clarissa Shields has won a gold medal in the women's middleweight in 2012 and 2016, but I don't ask questions about women. So did Andre win
2: gold more. or silver? I thought he won gold. Maybe I was gold. gold. He won yeah. Gold. No. Yeah.
3: The, the question was gold medals. I, I oh, thought okay. Shakur Stevenson won a gold before he turned. Gold. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll hop out of amateur boxing there for you. And I'll buy it. George Foreman has a professional boxing record of 76 wins and five losses. His first career loss came against Ali. Another one of his losses came in 1991 against Evander Holyfield. Named two of the remaining three boxers to defeat Foreman. Mason, how's your boxing?
2: I think I
0: have one of them. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we've talked about this group.
1: Writing these questions, these boxing questions, has helped me in my trivia knowledge quite a bit. So I'm, I'm ready for more boxing questions.
2: I'll check in. I'll let Byron talk about boxers for a while, so I don't have to talk.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I fuck. I was just looking something up about um, an unrelated boxer who had beaten Foreman. I'm pretty sure it was Tommy Morrison, but I'm trying to go back. So we had Ali, and who was the other one? Holyfield. Holyfield. And then after that, he regained the heavyweight title. Pretty sure that's when Morrison beat him. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Ken Norton and Tommy Morrison.
2: Okay, and David? I also had Tommy Morrison, but my other one is Larry Holmes. But Ken Norton actually sounds better. So I'll say Larry Holmes.
1: All right. So in 1977, Vander Holyfield lost to Jimmy Young. In 1990. Wait, Foreman. I'm sorry. <laughs> Foreman lost to him. Yeah. Um, Holyfield may have. We list. don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, Foreman lost to Jimmy Young in 1977. And then in 1993, Foreman lost to Tommy Morrison. And then in 1997, George Foreman lost to Shannon Briggs. So, unfortunately, nobody getting points on that one. All right, on to question three. So, um, Byron, you had a weird set of wheelhouse listed. So, uh, this is going to take a turn. Um, Kicking and Screaming is a soccer movie starring Will Ferrell from 2005. Ferrell plays Phil Weston, who takes over coaching the Tigers, the worst team in the league. What gift does Phil give each player on his team that doesn't go over well with the parents?
3: Great sports movie. Um, you, you really picked a classic.
1: <laughs> I, I remember, like is, I remember one under- thing
3: from that movie, so I'll
2: check in. I remember one thing. So I'll check right. in.
1: David's checked in. <laughs> oh, shit. Mike Dick is in it. It can't be a bad sports movie.
3: Yeah, pick Connection. I mean, it could, could <laughs> go the other way. I picked one of like the five that I haven't seen. I'm going to say I'll, I'll check in with Athletic Cups. And David, <laughs> your answer.
2: Okay, this is wrong, but all I remember in that movie is like Will Ferrell like turns into like a tyrant, and he's sitting on the sidelines drinking out of this like really expensive like cappuccino maker or something like that. So I'm going to say he gave everybody little uh coffee machines.
1: How about that? All right. So, um, what's the uh, word I'm looking for? Um, anyway, it was a. It was a basically a a gift to thank all his players for all of their hard work. They all came in these tiny little cages. Um, oh, he gave an finches animal. to all of the kids That's on the right. team. Tiny little birds. <laughs> no, Mason, you don't know. <laughs> all right. I mean,
0: I was alive for this movie, but I don't I didn't <laughs> I didn't know my Dicker was in it. I've heard of the movie.
1: Robert Duval, no. It's
2: an interesting cast, but okay. It's, is Byron's is. Wheelhouse Soccer Comedies.
0: It? <laughs> it was sports
3: movies but <laughs> sports movies
2: is rodney dangerfield started one i'm trying to think of it off the oh, like ladybugs yeah, lady so you know lady ladybugs i got you the late
3: john no, that, is, Brandis. that is that yeah. is not
1: coming up i'm going to tell you that right now jerk all right uh question number four colombe jacobson is probably best known for playing julie the cat gaffney in the mighty ducks two and three Prior to that, she appeared in what baseball movie as Becky, a girl that the main character had a crush on? I'll check in. All right, Byron's checked in. David, kids baseball movies.
2: Okay, so it's probably, I'm hoping it's one of the ones in the mid-90s. I don't think it's the Sandlot. I don't think he had a girlfriend in that movie. There's the one where the kid owns the twins. And I, th- I think it's little big league and that's what I'm going to say, but I don't know if that timing is right, but I'll say little
3: big
1: league. All right. And Byron answer, please.
3: So I think it was the other one that came out right around that time. I'm pretty sure he was Henry Rone garden's crush. in it, of the year. The-
1: So what did you give me an answer? i kind of faded out there. Rookie of the year. All right. So, yep. One person getting their points here. The correct answer. Rookie of the year. I just watched Good that job, the other there. day on the board. Good job. Only reason that question was asked was because it was literally on my TV while I was watching or writing these mm. questions. So, <laughs> was kicking and screaming on your TV before that? No, it was. Uh, I scrolled past it to get to <laughs> that's a good choice. Like I figured, there hasn't been many kicking and screaming questions in this podcast, so um,
0: I don't think any prior to this game.
1: Yeah, I'm breaking the glass ceiling All for right. a reason.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> question five and the last question in Byron's wheelhouse. The National Basketball League was started by businessman Ted Denslow. What actor played Ted Denslow, who would die from choking on a hot dog during the championship game? In the movie, not in real life, uh, this actor actually would go on to live for like another 14 years, give or take.
3: Okay, I'll, I'll check in.
1: All right, Byron's checked in. David, let's hear it.
2: Not much to hear. I'm gonna pass. I don't there's multiple parts of this question I don't understand. And I don't even know the movie. And I don't think it was given in the question, was it? Basketball. Oh, it's basketball. Oh, I'm sorry.
3: How about
1: it? I didn't specifically
2: let's try mention. that again. Let's try that again.
3: <laughs> I mean it's I, in I, the question. It's it's I thought there was, a national I thought this basketball was, league. It I could be in another was, movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't mind giving was, them that one. I
2: thought this was like a, the NBA. I, I tuned out. I thought it was like a, bio, a tragic biopic of the guy who founded the NBA. So <laughs>
1: choked on hot
2: <laughs> Depending on how you look at the movie. Podcast took a turn. <laughs> it's a biopic of the NBL. But I, I, I will still pass, though. I'm not. I know basketball. I, I remember some of the cameos in it, but I would not know this name. I think it's an older
3: actor, but I, I just wouldn't know the name. So I'll pass.
1: All right. And Byron, what'd you come up with?
3: Yeah, I mean, even it, it was in the question. It would have been unfair for me to keep that. You know, the title of the movie from it. Um, but no, it, it was the big toothy grin of uh, Ernest Borgnine. Nice. All right. One
1: person getting their points here. Correct answer The late, the great Ernest Borgnine. AKA
0: Mermaid Man from SpongeBob. Yep.
1: Some might say <laughs> that, yes. Best part of Basketball is when he's singing on Too Sexy during his video. Will.
3: After he asked everybody <laughs> to clear out, and yes. nobody did. Honestly, <laughs> well, they, they
1: gave him four and a half seconds to clear out of the room. Like, just like... <laughs> All right, score update. After the second set of questions here, we have David with 45 and Byron with 20. All right, it's time for the final set of general knowledge questions. Um, so we got a lot of hockey fans here. I won't ask uh, you guys about the two longest games in NHL history as they both occurred in the 1930s. Um, but on May 4th of the year 2000, the third longest NHL game took place. The Flyers defeated the Penguins 2-1 to one, thanks to a goal by Keith Premu. And it only took five overtimes. Name one of the two goalies to play in that game. One was a journeyman playing for eight teams in 16 years and the other holds the NHL record for the longest shutout streak. I'll check in. All right, David's checked in. Byron, you can talk it out.
3: Mason is here. He is waiting. Yeah, I'm sure he's itching to get this question.
0: I actually did look up the longest games in NHL history, but I looked up the two longest ones, and I was like, nope, I can't write about that.
3: <laughs> and thanks for, thanks for making it a Penguins question. I appreciate that. I, yeah, I didn't even realize that <laughs> until you. now,
1: as I You're was leaving like, Penguins. Much, much appreciated.
3: <laughs> God, that era, That's like a dead era of hockey for me. I'll check in with Ron Hextall.
1: All right. Checking with Ron Hextall. And David, what did you get?
3: Ron
2: Hextall, I believe right now, is the Penguins GM. I'm going to check in with a different Ron, Ron Tugnut.
1: All right. So the Flyers goalie is actually on NBC's Sports Network um, as the guy in between benches. That's Brian Boucher. And the Penguins goalie, with a very unfortunate last name, is Ron Tugnut.
3: Good
1: game. So, David getting his points on that. Tugnut actually stopped 70 of 72 shots, and Brian Boucher stopped 58, or 57 of his 58 shots faced. All right, on to question two. Game two of the 2005 World Series, the White Sox had a two-run lead entering the ninth inning. Astro Jose Vizcaino came on to pinch hit and delivered a two-RBI game-tying single off Bobby Jenks. In the bottom of the ninth, what White Sox leadoff man who had zero home runs and 568 plate appearances that season hit a walk-off home run, giving the White Sox a two-games-to-none lead in the series?
2: I'll check in.
3: All right,
1: David's checked in. Byron, go
3: ahead. I know this one. Oh, I keep getting stuck on Curtis Green, but that's obviously not correct. Uh, okay, I don't know if he had zero home runs. In the regular season, I'm pretty sure he hit leadoff for them that year. I think Granderson was still with the Tigers, never played for the White Sox. I'm going to go with Scott Batsednik.
1: Okay, and David, answer, please.
3: Um, I checked in
2: early because I actually don't know. And I, I'm going to save my Mason one on this one. Um, I'm just going to pick a leadoff guy from that era who didn't have a lot of power. I'll say Juan Pierre.
1: All right, one player getting their points on this. Juan Pierre did play for the white sox but not during their 2005 run it was Scott Posdic oh good job
0: yeah I didn't have the name i knew i knew he was an outfielder and I couldn't pull it oh good but
2: I'm glad i saved it
0: I, I i could i i've seen it before and I was like i know he's an outfielder but I couldn't have told you much more other than that because i remember he was he was a guy who batted for average and he didn't hit a home so run, run until then how does that work by the way like do you want,
2: do I have to say like check in with Mason or do I like after I check in, when it comes to me, then I say, Hey Mason, I need you now. Or How does
0: that work? You'd
2: basically like say it before you would, you wouldn't be checking in. You'd just basically say
0: like, yeah. I'm okay. using Mason for this. Okay. Benefit. Okay. okay. Before you check in, cause they it. Cause I would discuss in the chat or out loud. If he already, if Byron had already checked in.
1: Okay. Okay. Question three of the final general knowledge questions. Most could guess who in the NBA who in NBA history has the most game-winning buzzer beaters. Michael Jordan's at the top with nine. Kobe is tied for second with eight. What seven time all-star with the nickname Armadillo Cowboy is tied with Kobe? Can somebody check in? <laughs> All right. Byron's checked in. David, have at it.
2: I'm going to use my Mason lifeline here. Oh, interesting. So we can sort of talk about it. I yep,
0: yeah. I vaguely recall this name. I I've, I I want to say this. There's a story behind. I'm trying to think why something to do with like he was shooting armadillos or something, or
2: like he was. I think it's probably somebody more. I don't think it's somebody. We think this is recent, right? Like not th- super long ago. Yeah,
0: I'm thinking this is probably within the last twenty-ish years. Right. Um. I think it might even be. Yeah, yeah I, could, I don't think it's anybody playing now that I can think no. of with Armadillo cow. Cal- Doing a lot of bu- seven-time All Star. I mean, that's I'm talking about someone that's. Pretty- I was
2: trying to think of like people who were like in the 2000 to 2000. I was thinking it's, it's definitely going to be in the last 20 years. It's probably going to be a shooting guard, right? Yeah, i think it's going to be a shooting guard. Um, like who it's- are perennial like quasi good All Stars like in the in the 2000s? That's, that's that true. was what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Not, I don't think it's going to be anybody, like, it's um, not anybody super famous, too, because you would know the name Armadillo Cowboy, like, immediately.
0: Yeah, like I vaguely recall the story behind it, but I couldn't place. Maybe it's like, someone that. It would be, like. I'm trying to think of a school that's the Armadillos, maybe.
2: Or. Texas State Armadillos, but that was a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. To Lock to in with shooting... Sinbad, check in with Sinbad. No,
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's that seven time all star, he's only six. Um, oh, like, let's see, shooting guards. Like, I'll just um, start Scott is who you were looking for there. Oh, that's right,
1: that's right. I'm trying to,
2: yeah, I'm cycling through the team, seeing if anybody sticks for me. What um, about, like, um, like who, who's somebody just was on all star teams like around then? Just trying yeah, to, think. I'm, like, I'm who made, to... like, what about, um. Rashard Lewis, or like somebody like that, or like um,
0: that doesn't fit Armadillo Cowboy
2: for me. <laughs> I'm, Joe, uh, Joe, Johnson. Joe Johnson, Joe
0: Johnson. That's a he was pretty solid. I he's seven time All Star. Yeah, Maybe he
1: could be made a ton of well. money.
0: I mean, yeah, I could I could see him being a seven time All Star. I
2: don't. I feel like
0: eight buzzer beaters. I mean, he could be. I I could see it. I don't hate that as an answer.
2: Um, I'm just trying to think of like, like, I like you said, you got to have some, it's not, we would know the nicknames of the top players. I don't know Joe Johnson's nickname necessarily.
0: Yeah.
2: And, to try uh, that? I don't know how long we're supposed to think about this. That's as good a guess as I'm going to have.
0: I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think that's a reasonable guess. I, it's very, I don't know if he got to seven, but I, he was definitely a multi-time all-star like as far as. Yeah. I was trying to think like, I can't really think those of like, anybody. Those guys,
2: Tracy McGrady, but I don't know that he's gonna. Oh, I feel like I, he's T Mac. He, he's not the Armadillo yeah. Cowboy. So I'm trying to think
0: where Joe Johnson went to. Did he go to Oklahoma State. Uh, I don't think.
3: I mean, Cowboys? he could have.
0: He could have. But very well could have. And that might be. Maybe there are we'll a lot of armadillos in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: I think he definitely went to like a southern school, Southwest school. Maybe. I, th- I thought. I thought so
0: too. Um, which would make sense, maybe with like armadillos. If he's from like the southwest, like Texas, Oklahoma kind of area, maybe a, that makes sense. It's a good guess. If we're wrong, even so yeah, I like, like I like the guess. I,
2: I think it's a pretty good guess. So okay, yeah, if
0: you want to we'll go, lock with it, it, we'll yeah.
2: lock it. We'll check in with that. With what? <laughs> uh, Joe Armadillo Cowboy Johnson.
1: Okay, and Byron, what'd you have?
3: So I got here not. I, I had no idea about the nickname, but based on. His propensity for shooting and being the man on his teams uh, before he signed a max deal, um, I guess Joe Johnson as well.
1: I did some research, and there is absolutely no reason at all for this nickname. It just exists, and that's that. Um, I just happened to see that it was his nickname, but both team or both players getting their points. The correct answer: Joe Johnson. It's actually an article that uh, discusses the worst nicknames in the NBA and that made it to like the final four. Um one of my favorite nicknames I don't even know the reason before it is uh, apparently Nick Young's uh nickname is Bean Burrito. So, oh.
0: he'll always be Swaggy P. I always yeah. say Swaggy P is the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Nope. Bean Burrito. It's Bean Burrito my high school to me. Too. <laughs>
3: he was uh he he was a freshman the year after I graduated. Is there a story behind that one or no? There isn't. No, just just (laughs) me striking out Ryan Brown. That's the only high school story I got. No, I was talking about Bean Burrito. Oh, no, no, I
1: have no idea. There enjoys a nice bean burrito every now and and again.
0: Spokesperson for Taco Bell or something.
1: His nickname, um, they call the Moodles at USC, (laughs) uh, (laughs) just food names. Swaggy P, but one rookie season, the Wizards, Nick Young, was apparently called Bean Burrito. So, (laughs) fine with that. Yeah.
0: Save that one in the back pocket for future game. for <laughs> <Way> find. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So we're on to the fourth question of the final set. What American golfer who won his only major in 1992 has the distinction of being the only player to finish runner up to Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas at the Masters? He also finished second. In 1983, behind Seve Ballesteros, if that helps you at all. <laughs> and just uh, just the way it's written, too, is um, it's he finished second behind Tiger Woods in one Masters and Nicholas in another Masters. I can check in. All right, David's checked in. Byron, you can talk it out or ask Mason for help.
3: Running through my American golfer knowledge, I have at least a half of mine behind it. I have one hit one name in my head that isn't right that I just can't get out and there's another name that I can conflate it with I Keep thinking of Davis love the third but it's not him okay I'll check in uh, I'm pretty sure it's the I'm pretty sure it's Tom Kite
1: All right and David
3: yeah I
2: was I was born in 80 I played a lot of Sega Genesis played a lot of PGA tour and this guy was a really good golfer but I think he only won one major. Because Nick, like Nick Fowler and Nick Price, those guys have won more than one, but I'm pretty sure it's Tom Kite. I think he won the U.S. Open that year.
1: All right, both players checking in with Tom Kite and both are correct. Um, finished second to Tiger Woods in 97 and second to Jack Nicklaus in 1986. All right, this is the, That's the ball game. We have one question left, but I think it is a little bit out of reach, but let's see what happens with this one. At Super Bowl Fifty Five, Tom Brady became the fourth quarterback to start a Super Bowl with two different teams, joining Peyton Manning and two other quarterbacks. Name one of these two quarterbacks.
3: I'll I'll check in.
1: All right, David's checked in. Byron, uh,
3: what's on your mind? I'm running through like all the just the Super Bowl Super Bowl matchups and then the quarterbacks that were in my head, at least the ones I can remember. Yeah. no I know I can use Mason but the points don't matter but I mean, the, the, you could if you wanted to for yeah, fun. the point the points are out of reach I'm trying to you know, this is for pride man <laughs>
2: uh, if Byron doesn't use him can I use mason twice
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me exhaust my uh, okay we're only at an hour 15 so let me exhaust my, yeah, we at my least memory. Hours my, left. my mind pallets my mind palace. pallets yeah there are pallets in the back either way hey. <laughs> We're, stacked up. we got about to go start on it. bourbon number three. So, <laughs> all right, Mason, do you have any input? I think I have both of them. <laughs> Good. So
0: if you if it, you want to if you want to hear both of them, I would love
3: to hear both of them. Points don't funny. matter at this point.
0: Okay. So. Well, we'll get you at least five points here. Um, the oldest one is, uh, I believe, uh, Broncos and Cowboys, and that's Craig Morton.
3: Okay. Um, he he had a
0: 0.0 passer rating, I think, in one of those. He was. Oh, There's a Broncos one. He was awful. Um, the other one is uh, Kurt Warner for uh, Rams and Cardinals. Oh, Cardinals, yeah. Um, I hadn't so, gotten
3: there yet. I just got impatient.
0: Yeah, I, the first one I came up with Morton, honestly, because I was planning on writing a question about him. Um, Kurt Warner was the second one I came up with because they yeah. have more recent ones. But yeah, I think those are the two. Um,
3: yeah, it's at least one of the two.
0: Yeah, I like Warner for sure. I'm pretty. Morton was the first one that came up in my head, yeah. as far as like cycling yeah, through. It. But so. <laughs> You found kind speak? of how
3: this game went, so
0: this is the only question I felt like reasonably confident in as far as uh, figuring it out, <laughs> yeah, it, unfortunately, it doesn't
1: really mean much, but
3: that's all right. Uh, so, yeah, what are you going with, Uh, Kurt Warner, yeah,
1: all right, and David, I, I did not think
2: of either of those two names, uh, unfortunately. I went with um, I, I just went, I said Jim Plunkett,
1: all right, so it's um. What we got here? Kurt Warner did do it Super Bowl 34 uh, with the Rams, 34 and 36 with the Rams, actually. And then again, Super Bowl 43 with the Cardinals. And I think Craig Morton's more interesting because he played for the Cowboys in Super Bowl 5 and lost. And then played against the Cowboys in Super Bowl 12 and lost. So uh, he did not win either of his. So the correct answers were Kurt Warner and Craig Morton. So the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Byron finishes with a score of 55, and today's winner, who will be moving on to the next round, with a score of 70, is David Futer. Congratulations, David. Um, You haven't been on here before, but you did pretty well. Um, Anything you'd like to share before we call it a night?
2: I'm I'm hoping for uh, all Pit Panther wheelhouse questions, so if somebody can make that happen next time, I'd greatly appreciate it. I got, Uh, I I got the, I got my wheelhouse and that was sort of, I think the key or that and Andre Ward was a lucky guess.
1: I think just so you are aware that um, you gave us four wheelhouses. So just be ready for the other two. I know. All right, Byron, you had a good showing.
3: (laughs) If you could call it that.
1: Anything you want to say before we go?
3: Um, No, it it was a lot of fun. Um, Dave did a great job to get his wheelhouse questions, right? I don't really have a wheelhouse. They're just, categories i don't suck so much in would have really liked some san francisco giants questions that would have been nice but hey can't uh can't plan the questions out but yeah no it was a lot of fun um he deserved to win yeah great game byron and uh great questions eric thank you for the game
1: well thank you for coming on both of you um thanks for uh being patreon supporters um thank you mason too. yeah mason thanks for coming anything Uh you want to say buddy
0: no, uh, I thought there were great questions, even though a lot of them I had no idea. But uh, the ones I did, at least,
1: I uh, listen. I knew you were coming on, so I threw that golf question in there. But they did not need you.
0: I actually, w- w- I wouldn't have been able to help as far as getting really? the answer. I I knew a lot of the other ma- winners in '92, but I didn't know Tom Kite won one. Fred Couples won one. I think Faldo won one. I couldn't have. I didn't know Kite won in '92. But oh. when they said, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that made sense" as far as a time period so surprisingly it would not have been helpful on that but
1: um
3: yeah and well Low thanks plate.
1: thanks for everyone for uh doing this tonight and congratulations david we'll see you at the next round and for everyone listening thanks for listening to the benchwarmer's trivia podcast and until next time we'll keep the
3: bench warm That ball hit high and deep stretch stretch